And we're back. Ladies and gents, welcome to another edition of Kayfabe Corner. I'm your host, JPO, Jordan Pearsons, as I'm joined by a man involved in the world of professional wrestling, usually here in the state of Florida today. Very excited to have my guest, Julian Calevra. Julian, how you doing, buddy? Good, buddy. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, first question, especially nowadays, it's literally, how are you doing here? Uh, we're in funky times right now. It's October. Uh, when's the last time you stepped foot in the ring? Have you been able to hit anything? How are you doing physically and emotionally? How are you? Well, physically, I'm perfectly fine. You know, no, no, no complaints whatsoever. Keeping up with training. But uh, emotionally, a little distraught. Haven't been able to do much with wrestling unless, you know, I, I've gotten like a couple calls for like out-of-state bookings. But of course, with work being the way it is due to COVID, there's not much money in the bank. So of course, travel is kind of out of the question. And, you know, not everybody's not willing to pay your travel costs. And it, it, it makes it difficult, honestly. So psychologically, I'm going crazy. I need to be in a ring soon. Nah, man, I def definitely hear that, man. It sucks. You know, 2020 killed uh, a lot of plans for everyone here. Well, let's let's try to rewind, go back to maybe happier times, if you will. Uh, where does pro wrestling first begin with you, just in general? Are you a fan? Where, where do you first come into contact? Right. When did I first come into contact with wrestling altogether? In general, <laughs> yeah. Man, I'd have, to, I'd have to have been about, like, four years old. And um, it comes from a, a story of my dad saying that uh, – he went to a gym one time with his buddies and uh, he ended up running into Hulk Hogan back in the day, you know, in, in Miami. And, uh, you know, it, it was when WWE was in town at the time. And he also ended up meeting a couple of other superstars that he didn't really know. And uh, it just, it sparked an interest. Cause I'm like, Oh, who was this guy that my dad's talking about? I've never heard of him, never seen him before. So I flip on the TV and I see, you know, just highlights of Hulk Hogan, you know, body slamming Andre the giant and, you know, great WrestleMania matches. And I'm like, Oh man, this is awesome. I have to get into this like as soon as possible. So the rest of my childhood was just overtaken with just like watching wrestling and just being like, a huge mark. And, uh, you know, not, not a lot of guys like to admit this, but eventually translated into me doing some backyard wrestling, you know, in my youth. And uh, from there, uh, it just, I had an opportunity one WrestleMania weekend, uh, Rusty Brooks had put out a commercial for, uh, for training for the, school hard knocks and um first opportunity i got I, I told my dad hey look this is what i want to do i want to want to wrestle i want to make people happy and you know like how they've made me happy and started training when i was about 14 years old and my first match was about 16 17 and never stopped since well, you so I, I can, honest, I can yeah. honestly say i've had some some time in the ring some good tenure uh, well, you just took, you took away some of my uh, future questions. I love it, though. Uh, going, going back real quick, you mentioned Hogan. Who else were you really drawn to? Like, who were some of your favorites that really captured your imagination and that you were drawn to? Well, I, I've said this time and time again, and everybody thinks, like, oh, man, like, that. what a weird person to, like, really love. And um, Shane Holmes. Shane Holmes is one of my all-time favorites. They're, the whole – like, when I first started wrestling, one of my first gimmicks was uh, being a, a comic book nerd. Who, you know ends up like hulking out mid-match and you know popping open a fucking superman shirt and you know the the whole superhero aesthetic and gimmick just really drew me in because i've all i'm also a very huge comic book fan so that that was one of my main inspirations and of course you know the rock triple h Shawn michaels those were all great performers but like undercard guys that really drew me in 
and like had me latched on and I followed their whole career was Shane Holmes as a hurricane. It was fantastic for me. Well, guess what, Julian? Live on this call, ladies and gentlemen, it's Shane Helms now, I wish. Uh, that would have been a nice surprise. <laughs> <It's> only, <laughs> I only met him once, too. Like, that's the saddest part. And I, I, I wrestled with um, like one of my best buddies, you know, Aaron Agony, a uh, longtime tag team partner of mine. He's, like, really good friends with Shane Helms. And I'm like, bro, like, I wish you had – I wish I had the the kind of relationship that you have with him because, like, I – but, like, honestly, I think I just mark out most of the time. So – it would be kind of pointless trying to talk to Shane Holmes. I may or may not have his autograph. I won't. I won't admit to it, but uh, maybe. They want to buy it off you, bro. Honestly, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll reiterate too. For, for how old were you? 14, 16, When you said you started training with Rusty? Uh, when I started training with uh, Rusty, I was about fourteen years old. Did he know very, that? Very, very. <laughs> yeah, he knew. He knew. Um, he. He gave me a lot of gripe because he's like, oh, you know, you're, you're just a little shit, a whippersnapper, you shouldn't really be in the ring. But, like, honestly, I would drag my dad with me to, like, literally every training session. And I'm like, bro, he's giving me okay. Like, fuck me up. Like, make sure I do this correctly because I want to be I want to be in this. This is my future. I don't care what you say. And Rusty was reluctant. But, like, honestly, I think in the end he was happy. I hope so with me. What was, that? What was your first match? Do you remember? And how old are you by the time you have a match? Um, my first match, uh, was against, um, Jordan Rayner back in ICW when he was the ICW champ. It was a, a debut squash match. I was about 16 years old, debuting as Danny Disaster. And it went just about as good as you would think. Honestly, I performed well. I did everything I was told perfectly and it got my foot in the door. And honestly, I, I was happy with it. I got a little bit of a busted lip from it, but it was fine. Over yeah. or under three minutes? How long was the match? <laughs> um, I actually, I think it was actually over three minutes. It was uh -huh. about like four to five. So that wasn't bad at all. Not bad. I was saying, it's not, it's not a squash. Over three it, of these, it, less than a squash. It was, it was like, I got a couple, like I got a nice little insecurity in. That's about it. I think, you know, it, it, it showed that I had heart and I can take a beating, which is what you have to show when you're debuting for a company, you know, that you can take the punches and keep rolling with it and come back the next time around for more. Uh, you mentioned Rusty Brooks. Anyone else you credit to that really has, you know, helped train you or at least kind of given you guidance along the way? Oh, uh, man. Uh, Michael Mannix was uh, a huge, like, he, he's one of the, um, the older guys, more one of the veterans in ICW that um, he saw some potential in me. He's like, you know, kids, like, you're, you're a little rough around the edges, but you have the talent. You can, like, spark interest in a crowd, and honestly, I like that. So um, when I broke out into, like, tag team wrestling with my old partner, um, Andrew D. Dawson, part of uh, the Youth and Revolt, uh, I had a lot a lot of matches with him and uh, Max Stardom. Me, Max Stardom, Michael Mannix, they really, you know, shaped me into one of the workers, like, in, into the working condition that I have today. Like, they, they were... Honestly, they were they were nonstop and relentless, and I still I think I still have the indent of Michael Max's U chops on my chest. But you know, it you know it was always a fun match, very comical. Uh, well, speaking of comical, uh, I was gonna bring you back to that too. Uh, any comic book suggestions? Like, what's a, what's a good uh, series? What's a good read? Oh man, honestly, anything Spider Man for me. Anything Spider Man for me. They're they're all great. Um, I've also been reading uh, this image comic called The Haunt. Oh, fantastic read. 
it's a little different not too much it's more it's like along the lines of ghost rider but it's it's interesting in its own way are you a toby andrew or uh tom spider-man guy definitely a tom guy tom is the best spider-man everybody i don't know what it is like i think it's the nostalgia that everybody's on toby for and i like toby because at the time he was the only thing i had you know <laughs> so that's why i liked him but like honestly in comparison to toby and andrew i think andrew's even better but of course tom is like on a pedestal you can't get near tom tom holland as spider-man it's fantastic i love what he's done with the character well now this is awkward because ladies and gentlemen toby mcguire no um <laughs> uh, no I, I agree with you i think when all was all said and done i think we're, I think we're gonna really champion holland i think people are seeing it now um gotta go back to danny disaster first of all uh i always oh. love previous names and gimmicks um uh talk to me about danny disaster uh where does that come from um well okay so back in the backyard days um i was known by one singular name which was disaster because when i was done we, we were like a hardcore backyard wrestling federation so when i was done there was always a disaster left behind you know you can tell a disaster rolled through so that was my name and uh i wanted to when i got into pro wrestling i wanted to still incorporate some of like where i came from to never forget i i even still have like my old uh backyard wrestling logo tied on my back and uh yeah so i just decided oh i need to get a little bit more professional sounding with that maybe i should get disaster first name uh, my actual name is darian so i wanted something that also started with a d and i'm like eh, danny's kind of normal all right let me go with that so i went from danny disaster and uh, yeah, he was just a punk kid trying to step in the ring and, you know, fulfill his dream. And then from then on, my second gimmick was Daniel Modem, kept the Daniel, dropped the, the disaster, and wanted it to be, you know, something geeky, something nerdy. And well, what's geeky and nerdy? Computers. What do you use on a computer? A modem. All right, Daniel Modem. Well, no, uh, a dirty little secret. I did not know you were Daniel Modem. I know I've seen Daniel Modem wrestle. <laughs> I don't oh, think I've ever pieced that together. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I, that's good. That means that like I, I lived the gimmick and I was able to change even my <laughs> my facial structure for people, and you know, they thought it was somebody completely different. Any, anything that makes me happy, man. Anything before Julian or after after Modem? Uh, no, after after Modem, I decided to go with um, with who I was on the inside, you know, more of a, a punk rock kind of hardcore kind of dude. And then um, I, I just came up with the name Julian Calever because, uh, well, Calever was one of my favorite characters of all time, uh, Slevin Calever from Lucky Number Slevin. I don't know if you've seen the movie or if you're aware of the movie. Yeah, Fantastic. Uh, and then I just needed something to roll with the Calevra moniker. And I'm like, uh, well, Daniel, no, Daniel Calever doesn't really work. Julian. Julian works. Rolls right off the tongue. And yeah, stuck with that. Uh, was that the character played by Josh Hartnett? Is that who it is? Yeah. <laughs> lucky number 11, Calevra. I think I'm luckier. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I, won't, I won't argue there here. Uh, you mentioned, you said you had your old uh, logo tattooed on you? Uh, from the from the backyard days, yeah. Can, can we see it? Back. Can, can you get to it? Now, now I'm curious. You piped my interest. Let's see if we can. 
<laughs> this is a this is a first on the show here, ladies and gentlemen. A little bit to the left. Hold, oh. on. Hold on. Okay. Again, okay, oh, there we go. Okay. Okay. What exactly am I looking at? <laughs> it's about like an open wound with a split oh. vein just pulling out. And then it uh, has the, the letters, which is hardcore, HRA, which stands for Hardcore Wrestling Asylum. Uh, the, we tried the to be, yeah, we, we tried to be cute with it back in the day. Uh, we're just kids. We're trying to be different. Any chance of it being brought back? <laughs> not, not that I'm aware of. Uh, Fun fact, it was started by, um, by my old friend, uh, Dude Hate. It was all in his know. front yard. Back in the day, just in, in middle school, just a bunch of young kids hitting each other with stuff, trying to trying to put on a show for the neighborhood. That's funny, YouTube, doing that. Uh, what are some of your favorite matches you've had, man? Who have you really clicked with that you've enjoyed your time with? Um, honestly, Alex Todd. Alex Todd is one of the, my my favorite people to have wrestling matches with. Um, I also love wrestling dude hate because like. Again, we've known each other since we were 12 years old, wrestling in the front yard. So it just clicks, just clicks really easily. I also loved wrestling the, the, the frat pack. That was a fun match. Any big, big names that I've wrestled? Uh, not, not particularly. I've never been like uh, in, a, in a match with like big, big draws. I've, I've well, mostly stick to the mid card. I haven't really gotten my my shot at the main yet, you know. Yeah, the man. talent is brought in; it's not to work me. <laughs> <laughs> What's some of your favorite uh, locker rooms and promotions? Uh, well, ICW was my favorite of all time because honestly, that that was home. You know, that was my first start, and um, they were just great people. Honestly, I I've also loved all my time with Real Pro. Every every time I step in there, everybody's just really fun and you know just very open to anything and. We, we all just click. It, it honestly feels like a brotherhood when we all come together. Um, and ARW has also been really well. It's mostly because I, I, I knew most of the guys there. So, yeah. Very good. What are some uh, matches that you haven't had yet that you're really looking forward to or dream matches like locally? Like who, who have you not had a shot with? You're like, oh, I could do something special with them. You know, I've always, I've always been on shows uh, with, with Romeo. I've never really had a match with him. I would love to. I've had matches with uh, ERA. Um, I think that was actually one of my favorite matches, uh, me and him versus uh, for the Pure X Crown Championship back in ICW, back in, I want to say 2018. And I would love another shot at him. And uh, man, honestly, I, I'd, I'd love to work anybody. <laughs> all, all my matches are dream matches because I'm living the dream. Anytime I step in the ring, I'm living the dream. So, <laughs> uh, where do where do you see yourself in about five years, man? What are you looking to do and accomplish? Hopefully, it's wrestling's opened up. <laughs> if to, yeah, let's hopefully, hopefully wrestling opens up later this year. Um, well, I'm I'm working on a lot of stuff right now with uh, Gabriel Black and uh, Aaron Agony. We're trying to do a faction, and you know, we're trying to take it to any big promotion that we can, so we can get really good footage and get noticed. Um, and then hopefully when wrestling picks back up, uh, you know, a lot of our friends have recently gotten tryouts in AEW and we hope to be along there with them, you know? And I definitely still see myself doing like 
my fun cosplay wrestling shows is like FSCW. That's always a that's always a trip, honestly. Gabriel Black is still wrestling. Gabriel Black is trying to get back into it this year. Yeah, he's still in training and he's actually looking pretty good, man. Honestly, and then me, him, and, and Agony are just clicking spectacularly together. Like the ideas that we have, if we get our shot to, we're gonna turn some heads. Honestly, I'm really excited about it. That sounds like, on paper. That sounds like a very interesting trio. So I can dig it. I can dig it. Uh, what do you say to someone that comes to you looking for advice that just that they're just starting out in pro wrestling? What kind of advice would you give someone? Uh, just always pay attention. Always pay attention. Always listen to to the man who has more time in the ring than you because you'll learn a lot. Um, that's that's a that's a factor that um, Rusty always told me about, and I always took into consideration. Um, just listen, do as you're told, and do it correctly. And whatever you are gonna do, make sure that you're good at it. Don't don't try something new that you've never tried before that you might fuck up on, and you'll make look like trash. Just whatever you do, do well, make it even better. That's why you'll see me hit the same move every single match, you know, because <laughs> it, it's pretty and it works. If it works, it works. Stick to it. Absolutely, absolutely. Exactly. Uh, one of the most important questions on the show is always, have you seen any good movies lately? Always watching good movies. I'm always watching a lot of good horror. Oh, tell like, me. It's October. I'm, I've been binging some <laughs> stuff I haven't seen. Well, I, I literally just finished watching uh, Trigger Treat, like, I think a couple the, days ago. Not for the first time. No, no, no. I, watch, I rewatched oh, okay. it for like 16th time, but you know, that's always one of my favorite classic Halloween movies to go back to. Like, Sam is just such a great character. Um, and then I actually, for the very first time, I, I watched the whole like old school Universal Monsters collection. Mm. So like Frankenstein, Dracula, the Wolfman, like the old 1930s ones. Spectacular. Go back to it. Because honestly, you'll see some shit that you never thought you'd see in a film from, from 1930s. Like the, the special effects were actually great. Like thinking back, oh, like this is the 30s and they completely made an invisible man look really invisible. It's fantastic. Have you seen this year's Invisible Man? I hate it so much. I hate it. I hated it. I don't know. So many people were drawn into it and they're like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's shitty. It's kind of shitty. Like the premise of it's like, I, I get it. It's more of a psychological thriller. Who but loves the premise? I don't, I don't know, man. Like, you know, well, this show's over. That was Julian Clever now. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed preachy to me, you know? Like everybody's doing the same thing, like oh, uh, you know, I'm all I'm all for women empowerment, but like some women are very strong, and they made her look very weak, like she wasn't dealing with her her, her post traumatic stress disorder in the correct way, you know. It it, it I don't know, I just it felt know, well. You've read more into it than I did. I, I just saw I just thought it, you know it was a fun like. If I wasn't reading into the movie, yeah, it was definitely, it's a fun watch. Don't get me wrong. I, li I like and, the twist they had. Well, it's, like it's a cool semi-fun watch because honestly, the, the main, the star of the film, I forget her name, but like, she looks like a foot to me. She didn't draw me in. She looks like a foot. I think her name's Elizabeth Moss and she was about to be the next guest on the show, but not anymore. Definitely not. Not while I'm around. Shoot her down, let me tell you. <laughs> Oh man, man, you brought such a such a whimper to the show, man. We're doing so good. Uh, what else have you seen? Give me let's end on a high now. <laughs> um, what else? What else have I seen recently? Uh, 
I don't know, man. I'm, I've mainly been sticking to like video games and stuff rather than movies. I, I'll watch movies till like, I go to sleep with uh, with my girlfriend, you know, when it's bedtime. And Is it still the girl I know? <laughs> yeah, still, still the girl. She's <laughs> she can hear you. <laughs> oh, she, oh, is she there? <laughs> she, she's off in the other room, but she can definitely hear the conversation. Oh, okay. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> she All says right. hi back. Uh, and any any plugs anywhere anyone can reach you whether it's for bookings you got any merch uh, social media uh, um, fans only whatever you got I do not have any merch uh, sadly no fans only ladies next time um, but if you want to reach me um, you can hit me up on Instagram at the wrestling Calebra or uh, do Facebook uh, search up Darian Vishat that's that's the kayfabe name shoot names on here all right yeah Hit me up anytime. Uh, merch is coming soon. Mer- merch for uh, my project with uh, Gabriel Black and, and Agony are definitely coming up. And we have well, great what kind, of, what kind of merch you got? Or uh, well, shirts, hats, uh, pins, because we're doing a very punk, like, biker jacket vest kind of thing going on. So, of course, we're going to have our all different kinds of patches and insignias and, like, inside jokes between us. And those will be available if you want to, you know, be on the, in on the inside joke with us. Have your own nice little patch vest. Go for it. <laughs> I was just saying, make sure you get some T-shirts and uh, big boy sizes. I'll get a T-shirt from you. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Don't try to sell, don't try to sell me a medium. <laughs> you can definitely fit into a medium. I hear, I hear you've been working out a lot lately. Yeah, well, not a medium. Not, not that much. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not since uh, the, the first grade, maybe. Uh, probably not even then. Uh, <laughs> any any parting words, Julian? Or Darian, any important dropping shoot names. <laughs> uh, any important words? Um, no parting words. Parting words. I I love I love you all. I I love all the fans. Mm-hmm. I hope to get out there soon, see them soon, interact with them soon. Hopefully, ruin their day if I'm a heel. If I'm a face, hopefully brighten your day, and follow your dreams, guys. I know I am, and honestly, I couldn't be happier. Uh, that was such a good comeback from the horrible review of Invisible Man. Uh, that was a good one. The one face movie. <laughs> well, uh, for my cat, uh, Avery here, who's who's dropping in uh, for, for, for Julian Calever, this is Jordan Purse Owens. Thanks for checking out. You know what to do. Like, subscribe, ding, 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 here on uh, Spotify, YouTube, all that jazz. Uh, and as always, you know what to do. Keep it kayfabe. Good night.